This is a special bonus episode of the Bill Bennett Podcast. I'm Claude Jennings uh, at Utah State University in Logan, Utah. I'm at a uh, satellite conference, Small Sat 2022, uh, doing some media work here. But Bill and I had to connect uh, to do uh, a mini episode, uh, getting his thoughts on the FBI raid of former President Trump's uh, place there in Mar-a-Lago. I want to share those thoughts. We're going to have a full episode of the podcast, of course, uh, that we're going to release Friday. And if anything else happens, we're going to do more mini episodes just to share his thoughts, get it out there. Uh, feel free to email uh, BillBennettPodcast at gmail.com. Here's Bill's thoughts on the FBI raid of former President Trump. Well, Claude, we'll discuss this, but I'm thinking we might have hit a uh, major crossroads for our country and our culture, more than our politics, but certainly in our politics, with this raid on President Trump's home. Now, let's let's hold in the background the possibility that there is something big, crucial, important that he had in his possession that the feds had reason to believe he had in his possession, that he would not give up to them, either voluntarily or by subpoena, though, to my knowledge, no subpoena was ever proffered uh, in this case, but that the Justice Department felt it was necessary to go to these means to get it. Let's see. We'll see if such a thing is the case. I doubt that it is. I doubt that it is. Time will resolve this, and we shall see. But I'd like to talk to the broader picture of what this means. If this is not the case, if there is not some very good ground to believe that he is holding back something very, very uh, suspicious, wrong, uh, terrible, then this overreach by the Justice Department suggests to me, as I said at the beginning of Crossroads, the belief that on their part, Justice Department, FBI Director, Attorney General, that the culture is such that they are justified in taking steps against this president because he is a noxious presence and his supporters are as well. The belief that if you are a Trump person, Trump himself or a supporter, you are illegitimate. Uh, You do not have standing. You do not have, as normally afforded uh, to Americans, rights and privileges equal to anyone else. You have delegitimized yourself and your point of view and your citizenship by holding to this. Consider the media's characterization of Trump and Trump supporters, right-wingers, white supremacists, fanatics, crazies, uh, people who raided the Capitol, and so on. The point here is to delegitimize an entire point of view and almost an entire political party. If so, we are a very long way from what Supreme Court Justice Robert Jackson once wrote. Let me read this. This is a quote from Justice Jackson on the Supreme Court. If there is any fixed star in our constitutional constellation, it is that no official, high or petty, can prescribe what shall be orthodox in politics, nationalism, religion, or other matters of opinion, or force citizens to confess by word or act their faith therein. Well, there is an orthodoxy now. And it's an approved orthodoxy, and it's the liberal orthodoxy. And by the same measure, the conservative orthodoxy is disapproved. And whatever steps need to be taken to stamp it out, to stamp it out, are justifiable. It is as if there is a uh, a terrorist presence in the United States that must be attacked uh, using using unusual means, and that terrorist presence is embodied by Donald Trump and his supporters. This seems extraordinary to say, but it is even more extraordinary to think it may actually be the case. 
I don't know. Let's wait and see if justice produces anything. If not, this is the worst blemish, the worst act by a government law enforcement agency that I can think of in the history of this country. Claude, comment, question? Well, yeah, I've got a, a couple of comments and some questions. I think, um, number one, when you talk about the crossroads, I think you actually, you labeled the crossroads. The crossroads that we're at now is, uh, as you put it, whatever steps need to be taken. And I think we're at the point now, at least we're seeing uh, that we'll get to the point now where whatever steps need to be taken to silence or to to to, to quiet or to banish one from what we, I guess would deem civilizational society or what one would could consider a uh, mainstream. It seems like people will go there. The thing that I worry about um, is, do we do a tit for tat thing? Are we going to get to a point where depending on who's in power, depending on what administration is running, the, uh, is running you know, Congress or majority of Congress or uh, uh, in the white house, do we see some of the things, you know, um, back and forth and then who knows when it stops? Um, you know, I, I think like you said, it's, it's smart to wait um, uh, to see. I think it, we are in a situation where you know we're looking for what we will say we're looking for one thing and some documents but really looking for something else or or anything else really and then if we weren't playing such a complex political game here you know doj does not but they could reveal why they did this or what they were looking for and president trump i I believe he did a copy of whatever warrant he could do the same thing you know here's what they were looking for but i don't think either is going to do that and we're not going to have clarity that the the thing is well for the next well i guess until they do it all we'll have is speculation and all we'll have is you know worst case scenarios running through our heads well i mean i think yes wait and see but not for long it seems to me mm-hmm. uh we're several days into this already and and i don't think they can wait much longer without right. some word some justification i think the uh proper course is condemnation now let me ask you this because you uh were out in the country or we were traveling or at an airport or another state. Mm-hmm. Republicans are saying country is torn apart by this. Is it? Did you get a sense when traveling on the airplane or being around people that people were talking about this, were deeply troubled by it? This is t- tearing the country apart. Did you see a lot of this or hear a lot of this? No. And I didn't encounter anyone who wasn't aware. So what I'm seeing is I am seeing an awareness of what's going on and people are talking about it, but aren't connected, aren't connected to it. Like this is this is what's happening in a totally different dimension in a totally different reality. Like if you saw that 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 um, Marvel movie, the um, Doctor Strange, the multiverse. This is happening somewhere else in the multiverse that doesn't affect us. We're doing business. We're living life. Whatever yeah, yeah, games yeah, they're yeah. playing, they can play it. And it seems like people are disconnected from it, which is scarier because then you know, yeah, yeah, you yeah. need to be yeah, engaged. Yeah, I, and stuff I, I, I agree with you. I don't think the society is riven. Mm-hmm. torn apart by this. Um, I think maybe 25, 30, maybe at most 35% of the country, mm-hmm. 40% of the country. Trump people are upset anywhere from really upset, you know, pitchforks and torches. Uh, others just upset, others worried, but I don't see the, the country being torn apart by this. Mm-hmm. Why? Because, uh, you know, maybe they regard it as another universe, like, as you said, Dr. Strange, which I haven't seen. <laughs> but also they're, you know, they're about their business, their other business, their lives, their families, their work, their job. And also, you know, people are distracted. Um, Neil Postman's book, Amusing Ourselves to, to Death, you know, where, you know, people are doing Netflix and listening to music and, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and watching games. They're not, you know, they're not engaged. Right. Uh, which gives an opportunity, you know, for um, 
those who are the, the enthusiasts, the true believers, uh, to rush in. It creates a vacuum. Now, I don't much care for the point you made that, you know, you hope this doesn't lead to, well, then this is what uh, Democrats and liberals do and Republicans and conservatives take office when they do the same. I don't know if they will or not. I don't think they will. But let's deal with what we have now. Right. Because nobody has ever gone this far before. And I, I don't think it likely that anyone would go this far again if this is stopped. But what will stop it? Um, mm. I don't know. I mean, we have an election uh, in November. Uh, if you get a Republican House, uh, you know, they can make these inquiries. There's tough talk from Kevin McCarthy and others. Uh, by the way, I, I just find him ineffective and and, and, and not, uh, not strong. I would much prefer to see Jim Jordan as the uh, designated Speaker of the House. I think he's got the right temper and temperament uh, and shows the right reaction in these things. But this is a, a frightening moment. Um, add to it, Claude. I don't know if you saw this, but Congressman Perry, did you hear about this? He was uh, stopped by the FBI. Uh, you know, they came, FBI agents came to him directly and um, took his uh, cell phone, took his cell phone. Now, the attorney general going after the president is, you know, I, I think probably totally inexcusable, but it's executive branch on executive branch. Okay. The executive branch to be going after the legislative branch. Uh, as represented here by uh, Congressman Perry, is another step, which is, you know, we have the separation separation of powers, uh, the division uh, of our government. And for the executive to have this kind of intrusion under the legislative, kind of bare and ball-faced, give us your cell phone now. This, too, I think is unprecedented. Maybe not. Maybe in uh, earlier cases of... Uh, you know, fraud or criminal wrongdoing that this has occurred, but they, they've got to have real and strong evidence here. Let me put it in the broadest terms, because I think that's what this uh, whole situation requires. We've been having a cultural overthrow take place in the last 50, 60 years. And the place of Marxism in this is very strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marx doesn't just want to analyze different uh, positions uh, and organizations of power. He wants to change them. And so too does today's left. And it looks like they may have succeeded. I go back to the universities and the universities uh, teaching young people that everything they learned, uh, traditional stuff about America and God and their family is all wrong. It's all bunkum. And uh, they hold out the possibility of intellectual and social status for those who, uh, can move toward the and move in the progressive direction, and many have, and many will. This is why a lot of us are now questioning the value of higher, higher education, and a lot of students end up wanting to be progressives, wanting to be sophisticated, so that there's a status now to being sophisticated, to being liberal, to being progressive um, that is approved by the media, uh, not just the news media, but the TV media, the TV shows. Um, while being a traditionalist, especially if it's tied up with support for Donald Trump or his policies, is anathema and inferior and deserves to be stamped out. Again, deserves to be stamped out uh, that different point of view shared by 30, 35, 40, 45, 50 percent of Americans. This is this is what could be going on. And if I could go back to um, my earlier comments, I just wanted to add something. Now, you were 100 percent correct about not worrying about um 
the back and forth thing. Just worry about what we have now. I, 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 it, it made me um, remember uh, when President Trump first got in office. Remember during the campaign against uh, Hillary Clinton, the whole email thing, the smashing of the Blackberries, there was a chance of lock her up, lock her up. They didn't go after her at all, period. No, President Trump no. didn't. And no. could have, but didn't. Could have, even if it was just being vindictive, even if it was just political no, play. Right. He didn't, and they didn't. And I should have remembered that. No, you're 100% right. Yeah, uh, they didn't. Given the opportunity, they had it. They didn't. Mm-hmm. And and uh, by the way, the the there were people at the rallies, lock her up, lock her up. They were calling for it, and he didn't. Yeah, no, he didn't. He didn't take revenge that way, and I don't think he would again. Mm-hmm. We'll wait and see, but not much longer. Uh, today is uh, Wednesday. Another day or two, and we'll report back on this. There's been a great cultural debate, and the progressives have won it, at least for now. Go ahead, Claude. I don't say we should let uh, everyone know that we'll, we'll have a, um, a a full episode as well. We'll, we'll just keep everyone updated um, on Friday. We'll release it. And, you know, as things change, Bill and I text and email all right, the time. Right. If we need to jump on and do another one, we'll jump on and do another mini episode uh, just to kind of share thoughts. But no, serious times. I was actually texting our friend Mark Davis this morning uh, in Dallas, and he always has he always has a, a, a positive way of spinning things. And he just said, what an interesting time to live in. It's fun, right? And so, man, it is interesting, but I, yeah. I hope it's also not dangerous or right. fatal to our way of government. This is, these are the terms, the ways in which I'm thinking about it now. Um, yeah. This is, this is worse than the late sixties. This is worse than 1968. And it's horrible. It's, uh, this is really, truly frightening. Yes. We'll continue these. I will get the benefit of David Gerlernter tomorrow, our friend from Yale, uh, one of the most brilliant men in the country. We'll see what he has to say about all this. Um, but in the meantime, stay tuned. You will give alerts, Claude, to Absolutely. any updates that we have. You're in Utah. I'm inside the Beltway. But, uh, I like it better out here. I like it better out here. It's nice, isn't it? It's nice. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's nice. Nice. Mountains nice. everywhere. I love it. Beautiful. I love it. Oh, and by the way, for, for people to get these alerts, just make sure, along with listening to the show, subscribe to it on your favorite podcast platform. So anytime something new happens, you'll get an alert uh, to your phone. Great. 